Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'd be a rich man, it's true, if I could make a living out of loving you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Starry scored a stunner. West Ham were wonderful. And it could be Peter Kenyon to the rescue. Here we go! Hi, gang. Hello. It's us. We're back. Luke Moore is here. Pete Donaldson, Jim Cavill, and me, Marcus Speller. Yes, yes. Hello. Hello. The whole gang. The whole gang. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, lads. What a weekend of football. What a weekend of sport. What, what a weekend of football. Again, once again, uh, there was only one match on uh, the Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And I was very much uh, loving the fact that they managed to score some goals in the end. Yeah. Mm. I was very much oh. loving the fact that I could watch the Ryder Cup guilt-free. <laughs> I am not watching Cardiff Burnley. Don't care how much you pay me. I'll watch the highlights. Wasn't yeah. a bad match, to be fair. I'll even manufacture an opinion. But I'm not watching it live. I'm not watching it live. <laughs> I didn't like the dancing that all of the Ryder Cup uh, European uh, golfers were doing their little dances in front of the cameras. Yeah. You might be thinking of Wii Golf. Oh, that's it. It was it, very, yeah. it was very yeah, reminiscent big, of that. Big uh, eggheads, yeah. yeah. Oh, when, okay, I, yeah. when I saw Super Sunday was Cardiff Burnley, mm. I thought to myself, what else is on? I, I, I understand why you've got to do it. <laughs> I don't like it. Mm. I don't respect it, but it, I accept yeah. it. In the future, this will be Amazon's problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now. You, don't res- you don't respect it. What? Play, showing, <laughs> showing one game on a Sunday that's Cardiff Burnley. Come on. But do you respect Arsenal fan TV? I do. Yeah, okay, AF TV. Right. AF TV now. That yeah. could, that I can't could... use the name of the club anymore, which should tell them something. But, but Jim, <laughs> North London's best North 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 London's best football <laughs> <couple> opinions. <laughs> yes, but I tell you what, lads, there was a good game on the Saturday. Saturday tea time made up for it. Come on. Mm. Chelsea versus Liverpool was a great one. Even though there's only two goals, it still didn't disappoint. I was, no. I, there's an elephant in this room. Yes. And it is he goes by the name of Andy Duncan. 
Andy yeah. Duncan. He, oh, people two who corners. Andy. People who regularly listen to this show will know that Andy was on for the first ever best bet with Bet365 hat-trick. Mm. I know you normally do this later in the show, Marcus, That's but I want to get out of the way. This, this yeah. is worthy. Yeah. Um, he had both teams to score and nine over nine corners. So he needed mm. 10 corners yeah. or more. Both teams did score, as we saw, thanks to Mr. Daniel Sturridge and Mr. Mm-hmm. Aiden Hazard. But he had just eight corners. Oh. It's the closest anyone's been. Yeah. That is so the closest close. anyone's it's, been. It's like micron size. It was. Yeah. This. yeah. We had loads of Twitter oh, activity about it. Yeah. People were worried. Yeah. And, to, and to be fair, there was a couple of decisions that could have gone to corner, but it actually got given as a goal kick a couple of times. So there we go. The referee's palpable. Doesn't palpable? Count. Culpable. Culpable, yeah. Palpable. He was palpable as well. He was a pebble. <laughs> yeah. He was a bloody pebble. Palpably culpable. What do you expect when you have a pebble referee in a game? <laughs> uh, that is the trouble. But what a game, Marcus. What a game. It was a great game. Yeah. Uh, and Andy Duncan, it, it, it's been a pleasure, um, but you're a loser, so sort of. Yeah, no, we didn't do one Thursday. It was, it, was, mm. it was a pleasure. So close, sir. So close. We will remember ye. Yes, we, we will. will remember. We hardly knew we'll you. Remember we... you, and uh, and we remember Daniel Sturridge uh, doing oh. things like that for Liverpool a few years ago uh, with with Luis Suarez, of course. But what a beauty! Mm. Oh, oh my god, that was one of those ones. Unless you were a Chelsea or Everton fan or Man United and all the other clubs that Liverpool, we get your with, point. Uh, you you're out your seat for that. Yeah, Come it was on, glorious. It, it... No no run up. No, no, mm. He just stood there and it was as to say, I'm having that last <laughs> minute as well. Much. Yes, please. It was utterly great. It's his own club. Enough, yeah. <laughs> It was almost like a sort of golf chip, wasn't it? Because he had that well, little right bit of time Jimmy. to steady himself. Maybe he'd been, in, he'd been inspired by Indeed. the event. He tried it in uh, midweek in the League Cup, hit the bar, I think, didn't he? He did. Mm. And I like two point. The two big takeaways for me from this game was, uh, and I'll come on to the second one in a minute. The Daniel Sturridge one is great because he's not part of their first eleven, their best first eleven. Mm-hmm. And if you're a striker and you're on a big contract, it can be fatal for your career. Though. Oh, yeah. you, have, you have to move. Yet he seems to be able because he's so confident to come in and have an effect off the bench. And the fact that he came in off the bench and even tried that, because lots of players, if they're, if they're trying to force their way into the team, they're 1-0 down against in, in a big game. They're not looking to give possession away. They're not looking mm. to do something and Chelsea low were percentage. For, I know, I know Shakiri missed that chance and there was one or two others in the first half. But Chelsea were looking fairly solid at the back. Exactly. But for him to come on and try that and yeah. show how confident he is. And, and his goal-scoring record for Liverpool is good, but it's very front-loaded. Like he's only scored like 30 goals, I think, in his last five seasons or something like that. When it was that season, really, with yeah, Suarez. Exactly. Um, and so that was great to see. A great end to a fantastic game, which moves me <clears> on to my <throat> second point. If you're, an, if you're an Arsenal fan or a Man United fan, or dare I say even a Spurs fan here, you will be watching that game thinking, God, these, these teams are at a level. Oh, yeah. I mean, the oh, yeah. level of intensity. Do you yeah, know what it reminded yeah. me of? It reminded me of when we went to go and see the Madrid derby. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're absolutely it's almost right. choreographed theatre of football where the, the level of intensity and performance is so high. And I think Sarri's Chelsea deserve an immense amount of credit for that because we talked on this show about them not playing, not having properly been tested yet, apart from on the opening game of the season. Won the League Cup, but... Yeah, but that's different. Yeah. And the opening game of the season is, is what it is and it can go either way. And I thought they, the way they've implemented his ideas so quickly, I think is a testament to him as a coach and a testament to them as a team. And uh, I think, you know, they've probably been a bit underrated these first couple of months of the new season, but not anymore. But maybe Sarri was underrating them, Jim, because he, after the game, he he said, oh, we're closer to Liverpool and Manchester City than we think. I mean, was there almost an element from him going, bloody hell, I, I didn't realise we were that good. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's you know, been very well publicised that Sarri's never won a trophy. Um, and he's coming in, you know, I mean, Eden Hazard, the form he's in, to cut above. Anyone he had at Napoli, really, yeah. um, you, you'd argue. So that's yeah, quite that's late in nice, Sarri's career Absolutely as well. quite late in Sarri's career. And it's, it's nice to see him sort of um, get his feet under the table mm. so quickly and start enjoying that. But it's, it's interesting language, isn't it? Because any other manager coming into Chelsea, 
you know, you, you're aiming for the better. title. <laughs> Dress is better at first. <laughs> it all goes awry. Yeah. But, you, you, you know, aiming for the title is a, is a prerequisite of the job. So mm. it's, it's interesting sort of to, to hear a bit of insight into his mentality. Maybe it's a language thing, I don't know. But what I hope... Um, that they can at least make it interesting and there's, there's more than just Liverpool giving City a credible yeah. title challenge because what, what happens to a league when a team starts to dominate it, as we saw with Man United in the 90s, is as good as that team are to watch, the team that dom- dominate, mm. it gets really wearying both for as a fan it and, and for, for managers of other teams yeah. because, it, it's you know, it's, as we've seen happen in Scotland, it gets too hard to shoot. Well, at. not this season, but yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> as we've seen, I mean, generally sure. in the past. Sure. I mean, but, but I think those days are probably over now, aren't they? Thanks to the magnificence. And maybe Sarri, to, if you're gonna if you're gonna come down the side of the fence where you defend Sarri and say, well, okay, he's never won a top. And I, I've been critical of him because I think it's you know it's a huge gamble for Chelsea to to, to bring him in. Uh, Sixty years old or whatever he is, and as you say, Jim, not, not well, it's one. not too late to say sorry. It's it? not, yeah, mm. and, and that's probably the fifth or sixth time that's been done this season <laughs> by this show. But I still enjoyed it. Like really? it worse and better than you, Marcus. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, I thought it's either that one or um, sorry seems to be the, the hardest, hardest word. word. Yeah. But yeah. but he is a switched on guy. He what he did have a career before he came in football. He he does speak very good English because he was based in London when he was working as a banker, I think, and he was based in Switzerland. He's very what he's worldly. He knows you don't what he hear that to do. manager when they were based no. in the country working in a normal job. He was a banker. I, I think, know it's funny, years, isn't yeah. It? yeah. And and so maybe maybe they, they they went for this type of manager because one they'd exhausted pretty much every other type of manager. Well, who and else would they get for them really quickly? And there wasn't there was a paucity of options available. But, but but also his style of football is is quite attractive to watch. We saw I mean we went to see Napoli last season and, and mm. we saw it firsthand, uh, attacking and, and and you know a bit of flair and so on. And Abramovich has been been always very clear in, from behind the scenes wanting that style, even though. Chelsea have won loads of trophies, including the Champions League in, in recent years. But it, it is quite intriguing the way they are. And, and when we chatted the other week, or, or you know, there was comments in the in the press and all about uh, Sari, people saying that he can get a little bit more out of Eden Hazard. It's certainly looking like that, yeah. isn't it? I mean, okay, he missed that chance to make it two 0 and had he, had he scored, you would have fancied them to close out the game. But he looks absolutely. He was still, he was he, still man of the match. He, he yeah. looks mm. busy, doesn't he? He's leading, which is but really it looks important. Like he's enjoying it as well. Like absolutely, and I think because Sturridge's goal was so good, a lot. Of, you know, it's been missed how good Azard's. Oh, first the goal move was, was the, to, the, the movement from everybody. Was to beat a keeper like Allison. From from there, yeah, is, is but the build phenomenal. up as well, the way and, they and worked. Bearing it. in mind how Allison had played in that match, he kept Liverpool in it a couple of times. Yeah. With uh, there was, I can't remember who was one on one with him. And I was yeah. it Hazard. Was, was it Hazard? Was yeah. it Hazard? It was kind of a, a bit of a leggy uh, kind of. I think Willian in the first half. Yeah. yeah, he's Someone's, cleaned up after Joel Matip as well. Someone, yeah. someone was saying the other day, I forget who it is now, was saying that Hazard's got his arm golden boot this year. He wants to be top scorer. No, sure. That's well, his thing. Yeah. Oh, and mm. best player again. Uh, he won it before, I believe. But, it's a fantastic. Uh, the, the, the but what pace get, it was but played you, at. But you're right amazing. as well, Luke. But the intensity and the quality mm. on show was quite something. And that set the bar, really, mm. uh, for, for, for in terms of sort of title challenge and, and so on. Chelsea's still obviously very much in it, as are other teams at this early stage. But realistically, now, people were talking about Liverpool and Manchester City, realistically. Uh, well, you've got to put Chelsea in there. Mm. And it would be brilliant if it was a three-horse race. I know it's ridiculous mm. almost to say it this early on in the season, but it would be fantastic. But more concerning for Liverpool is, is Mo Salah, or, or, are, or are we concerned? Because, I mean, against Spurs, he's, he looked very lively, for example, I th- I think, I think, and was, was crucial in some of their attacking I think players. I think certainly teams appear to be more... I mean, Rui, sorry, Luis and um, Rudiger were very good at the weekend. I think that's, and and lots, of, lots of praise has been bestowed upon... Gomez and Van Dijk, and right. So for me, Van Dijk at the moment is the best centre back in the Premier League. It's class. But I think what we're seeing with Salah is we're seeing a little bit of 
extra attention being paid to him just because mm-hmm. he had such a spectacular season last year. And it's got a bit of a feeling of um, that Barcelona side a few years ago where if one of them didn't get you, the other two would. Yes. Yeah. And it's got mm-hmm. a bit of that about it with Liverpool. I think he's getting a lot of attention. And I think it's going to be a natural um, drop-off um, because one, he had, he's had a truncated summer because of his injury. And of course, he had disappointment in the World Cup. He's played a lot of football. Um, I think Klopp will be keen to play down the attention on him because the, the important mm-hmm. thing is for them this season, they are geared up to win the Premier League this season and they've got to go for it. And whether they win it with Salah scoring two goals or come second with Salah scoring another 50, mm. I think they'd prefer to win the Premier League. So mm. so I think it reminds me a bit of in, in NFL. Sometimes in NFL, I'm not an expert in it, but I've watched a bit of it. You have these big receivers who the quarterback looks for and after a while in, in their career, they become just essentially decoys. But right. the, the quarterback never goes to them yeah. because they've got two men on them all the time. But mm. what that does is it frees up space elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think really... And the cycle continues. Exactly. And so maybe we're seeing a bit of that. And, and Liverpool have got other options, as we've seen with Sturridge coming on and Firmino Shaqiri. and Shakiri. So it, I don't think it's a huge concern for Liverpool. I expect they'll want to insulate Salah from that criticism yeah. mm. and hope he can just flourish in his own way. I, I, but I, he, started, I, he started the season quite slowly last year, by the way. He, he did. And, and also, I think um, the only disappointing thing, I think people, every player who's supposed to come back from the World Cup is leggy. They're yeah. tired. It, it, that's what everyone's saying about them. Not, can't he, be, not Hazard. Not Eden Hazard. <laughs> yeah, that's but he's got clear. so much leg. <laughs> yeah, <that's>... <laughs> <laughs> but like with with uh, with Salah, I just sort of think some of his decision making was uh, was poorer than I'd expect from him. But he sort of like he had the chance to sort of lay off when he when he mm-hmm. had a shot. I don't know. It, 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 that was the thing that disappointed me about his performance. I think. Yeah, he looks like he's lacking a little bit of sharpness. Doesn't he? There was mm. a point where he did break through and he effectively shot straight at the goalkeeper, mm. which you know you would have expected him. You you would have expected him to at least make the goalkeeper work a bit harder. Um, yeah. You know, at, at the peak of his form last season. But again, it's he, he has had that truncated summer, so yeah. I don't um, think it's an endemic problem. Um, and speaking of um, a potential three-horse race, I do think that Man City, Liverpool, and Chelsea have been the three standout teams. But you've got to factor in the fact. That I mean, Arsenal have got their own shortcomings, but I think they've won seven games in their own. Ooh, now. And we'll talk and Arsenal later. And yeah. they're playing averagely, but winning. And then, of course, Spurs are only four points off the top as well. Yep. So it's a lot of quality in there. Um, you know, there's one team that's notable by their absence in that, and I'm sure we'll come on to them shortly. Well, but but it's, it's an exciting start to the Premier League. It is a I mean. very exciting start. And, and I think what I was going to say about Salah was that I, I was almost in a weird way quite pleased that Klopp wasn't afraid to take him off. Mm. as one of their big stars. I mean, we may have a different opinion on another on man Pogba. taking off one <laughs> yeah. of his bigger players, but I feel that the circumstances aren't the same. I make no apologies for this. Man <laughs> United fans have had it all their own way for too long. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next <laughs> when, when I saw Pogba come off, I, mean, I just laughed. I just thought it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, no, you sent, uh, you, sent uh, you just sent the crying, laughing emoji around the WhatsApp. Did I? Yeah, we all knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah. We but we're going to start talking about West Ham. Because their last four results, bearing in mind how dreadful they were at the start, and we were all thinking, oh, blimey, here we go. What's going to happen? Uh, is Pellegrini going to be off? Are they going to be relegated? I, I, I don't think we were. I think we were sort of saying that they had a good t- side. They just needed jelly, they needed a little bit of time. That's I think what you've I was got saying. a short memory, yeah, young man. Donaldson, you were sticking the boot in. <laughs> no, I was not, mate. I haven't got any boots. I don't know where they are. <laughs> well, you threw them, you threw them into West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> well, it won 3 1 Everton, 0 uh, 0 with Chelsea, 8 uh, 0 in the cup, and now 3 1 against Manchester United. I mean, they have improved enormously. I mean, mm. Mark Noble, who we were saying, I mean, is he going to run out of puff, you know, in the centre of a four? He didn't have any puff at the start of the season. Man of the match. (laughs) He was man of the match. Arnautovic was excellent. I was worried about Arnautovic because I thought come January, he's going to be, you know, we're going to see the arms being thrown up in the air all the time and he's he's going to be too too good, I suppose, for for that side and all the rest of it. But no, that doesn't seem to be the case now. Anderson and Yarmolenko. And Zabaleta. Zabaleta. We thought his legs had gone, maybe. It was a strange one with Zabaleta. Having 
been such a great performer and consistently uh, so good over the years for Man City. He goes mm. to West Ham, he's stepped down, uh, obviously, um, in terms of his age and what was going on at, at Manchester City. But he was brilliant as well. There's I mean, a po- there's a pos- Fabianski. There's a Fabianski looking, surplus down there. I think so. <laughs> Fabianski looking sharp in goal. What on earth has Pellegrini done? <laughs> I think one of the things that Pellegrini deserves a lot of credit for is just putting, is changing up his his style and his system. And so he started with the four four two, and he thought, right, yeah, this demonstrably is not working. No, but he's, and he's put legs around Noble, absolutely. And and and, and well, Declan Rice has been. That's what Noble needs. He's got Obiang, uh, who's a, he's a, he's a unit, and he's got Rice, who's obviously full of full of legs and full of running because he's so young and exciting and, and dynamic. And his Noble's there. I think did Noble have two assists? Definitely had a good one. Well, they hand the in the first goal. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Actually, he put it out the white. Yeah, mm. and so and I, I think they deserve an immense amount of credit on the Anatovic thing. Uh, he's around better players now. I think. I think it, with players that have come in, when someone like Anatovic, who is an ego-led individual, mm-hmm. let's be fair, mm-hmm. if he sees someone like Felipe Anderson coming oh, yeah. in, he's oh, thinking, yeah. "This is a bit of me." This. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy with. It. I'm happy yeah, to be yeah, playing yeah. alongside him. You know. So, and and for for all, <laughs> and, and I think you're right about um, Zabaleta because last season he was poor. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and sometimes you think it's easy when a player's of that age, and and uh, and obviously Man City let him go for a reason, you know, with their blessing, because he was such a good servant for them. It's easy for us to jump jump to a conclusion and say, "Well, his legs must have gone." Well, the, but, but we were saying and, that because of his performances on the pitch. Of course, no, absolutely. But what I'm saying is, sometimes even if a, no, a new manager comes in and injects some fresh ideas, at the end of the day, he's still a right back and he still needs to get up and down. And if he can't do yeah. that, no manager can help him. Well, the, so I it's mean, credit to, to, to yes. the manager for actually getting that out of him. Well, and, and that's that's a relationship that obviously was there before because they'd worked together, exactly. and that, and that's quite crucial. And uh, and with Zabaleta last season, there may have been a few injury problems. I mean, I think also as well, he, he loved Manchester City and, it, yeah. and I think he loved Manchester. He loved living around there and so on. So mm. th- th- there's a move. And you, 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 fans don't want to hear this, of course, but there might be an element of him going... You know, this is not the same situation that I was in last season mm, yeah. when, when he was there. Well, he's just year. taking time to adjust to a new environment. That, that happens to anyone. Yeah, maybe. And, and they had a bit of a toxic season last year at a time. Yeah, but it's also it's not just that, Jim. It's also to do with the intensity. I'm always in the, I remember an example Mickey Gray gave me when he left, oh, yeah. left back and obviously played for England and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went down to um, play somewhere. It might have been Sheffield Wednesday. I hope I don't do them a disservice, but it might be Sheffield Wednesday. And he said this after a few months, he's looked around the dressing room and just thought. Same for me. This I can't do this. These yeah. players don't demand enough. They're not mm, hard working enough. They yeah. make excuses. And Matt Taylor in the Ramble meets we, you, you guys have all uh-huh. heard um, yeah. said the same thing. He yeah. said the players that part of the problem is ability, but a lot of it is to do with work rate. A lot of them make excuses. They sit around. They want to be on Instagram. Yeah. They want to do this, that, and the other. But they don't understand that you've got to put the work in. And it's, it, I think a lot of players who play at the top level look at Ryan Giggs, look at Paul Scholes, look at David Beckham. They don't want to play at a lower level because no. I think I'm not yeah. used to this. That's and right. maybe it comes across as a bit arrogant, but on the other hand, you can sort of understand it. Mm. So fair, fair play, it's different because West Ham are a Premier League team. They've got world-class players in, in different positions occasionally. Uh, <laughs> but but Zabalet has applied himself. He's not let that get to him and, and he started this season very well and he deserves credit for that because... Man United's best outfield player this season has probably been Luke Shaw and he was playing up against him. Well, yeah. he's, he made the um, record, not record, let's make that very, very clear, <laughs> but um, the most amount of sprints. There was uh, the Optus stats about how many sprints each uh, Manchester United uh, footballer made. I think Lukaku made four in the entire wow. match. Four. And one of them was coming out, getting away from the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. David De Gea did zero. Disgusting. Yeah. Unacceptable. <laughs> Unacceptable yeah. lack yeah. of sprinting. Blimey O'Reilly, yeah. I mean, just <laughs> very quickly before we move on to Manchester United, what a, what a flick from Felipe Anderson. Oh, it's mm. beautiful, wasn't it? I mean, it was offside, I think. Uh, yeah, you know, marginal, sort of, yeah. though. Yeah, but um, I don't need to. But, <laughs> do, you, yeah. do, you, do you think it actually? Do you think it's actually a little bit... 
I don't know if pathetic's too strong a word, but you know what I mean, for, for Mourinho to grab for that sort of stuff. <laughs> yes. You're playing West Ham, you're Man United, your squad's worth a third of a billion pound. Marginal offside decisions sometimes go against He singled you. out Can all three goals as if to say, apart from that, we were at the races. Yeah. Apart from that, we are on 1-0. Can we italicise the pathetic? Yeah. No, just well, go straight. More... Bold, bold, right, underline. <laughs> <laughs> comic Sans. I want with it Comic yeah, Sans. I mean, with, a, with a little one next to it, and then you've got the bottom of the page that says, yes, this is definitely you, true. You, <laughs> clear, yeah. you said last week about, um, what, what's his name? Was it Quinn's goal for Aston Villa, the volley? Yeah. Uh, how no, McGinn. Was... Uh, McGinn, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, sorry, McGinn, of course. Yeah. Uh, how it was all in vain and it was a bit of a shame and what a great goal, blah, blah, blah. blah. Marcus Rashford's. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Would be nice. What a goal that <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't matter because no. Man United uh, were shite. Uh, it was, their, <laughs> it was their, It's their worst league start for 29 years. Uh, knocked out of the cup. Sorry, Marcus. Mourinho just asked me to say it's the joint worst start. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't be out of order. Coming yeah. soon. Yeah. Coming <laughs> soon. Wait till next week. Wait till next week, yeah. The play Valencia over Wednesday. Newcastle United at yeah. home lovely yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. what a salve to that one <laughs> <laughs> oh dear well they, they're knocked out obviously by Derby in, in the cup and they've got 10 points from 7 games he started digging out his players for their for their lack of um, sort of winning mentality or their or their stones, as you will. I mean, is he going to be there much longer? But it doesn't feel like he is, does it? And also, the, what it appears that the players, particularly Paul Pogba, seem to know is that because he spent so much time digging out Luke Shaw or Eric Bailly and Phil Jones last week, whoever it is this week, they know that broadly people are actually going to be on their side yeah, this right. time, which is quite a weird thing. So mm. he's dug himself into a real he's hole He's gone too here. far again. He has. And I, I think also... There's some pretty basic stuff happening here. One, to me, he doesn't look like he knows what his best side are. Is he, I, he does his best side include Stock, Scott McTominay in the back three? Well, that's well, he's the a thing, special character. Yeah. You, 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 oh, he's current player of the year. You wonder if, um, you, you wonder if, <laughs> if, if, if him, if him playing. So, so he played Herrera in the back three earlier in the season. Yeah. And now he's played McTominay there when he's got Eric Bailly, who for many people is their best defender on the bench. You wonder whether that's a red nap picking two goalkeepers on the bench situation where mm. he said, look, I wanted a centre back. You didn't give me one. And now I'm having to do this. Or whether it's a little bit more innocent than that and you give him the benefit of the doubt and you say, well, do you know what? The reason he's playing that player in there is because when we've got the ball, he can step out and he can join in and he can help us out and give us another option. You don't know. With other managers, but, but yeah, I might but, think... But the thing, is, the thing that belies that though, Marcus, yeah. is, is the fact that I can't remember... I mean, I'm happy to be embarrassed on this point by anyone in the room or anyone listening, but I can't remember when Man United picked the same team two, two weeks in a row. Mm. He doesn't know what his best team is. He doesn't know what his best formation is. Midweek, I think he played four at the back. Um, he's played three at the back here. They and 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 more importantly, much more. Anyone will tell you more importantly than the formation, the application has to be there. Duh. Well, you take someone like Yarmolenko, right? Who is essentially, you know, a, a human left foot with a face, right? <laughs> That's basically all he is. Right? He gets the ball, he moves it inside into his left foot, and he'll yeah. do something. Do the toes have individual boots on them? And faces. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, is that and why so, he can't head the ball? Because he's just a face yeah, and he yeah, proved that against yeah. Chelsea. You know the point I'm making? Yeah. And I understand in, in, in a particular like extreme example like Arjen Robin at his pomp, yes. you know what he's going to do, you yeah, can't stop it. Absolutely. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Yarmolenko's a good player. I don't think he's an unstoppable player. Mm, no. And yet they, they will know that. They'd have worked on that shape all week, um, presumably, and they'd have known what Yarmolenko does. Yet for that second goal, which unfortunately comes off Lindelof he just waltzes in they don't yeah, stop yeah. him they all turn their back to that sort of stuff no formation in the world is going to help you if you don't do that properly yeah. I mean he's, he isn't getting the best out of those players is he I mean he's, he, he can't he can't find his best 11 because they're not at the level um, that, that they should be at because he's creating so much unrest or it certainly seems that way because I mean the first half in particular but throughout most of the game really they really lacked imagination and West Ham played well but they only really had to do the basics to do so mm. 
Well, they started off well, and they, their dominance their dominance in the open exchange, which again for me is another telltale sign about a team. You're warmed up, you're in the Premier League, it's on TV, all the rest of it. You're at one of the biggest clubs in the world. Why are you starting so slow yeah. against a team who are nowhere near as good as you? And West Ham made that dominance count, and they scored. <clears throat> and after that, it was very, very difficult for United. Alexis Sanchez not even in the squad. Now no, that's I, another one. I, I, appre- I appreciate that there may be something going on there that the press don't know about. So that is within the realms of possibility. He's off choosing his dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, so, so you can't you can't say, oh well, hundred percent we know this, that, or the other. But we know he wasn't injured, and we know he's been and playing poorly. Can I also just say, on yeah, that, and that's a really important point. I think you know, Alexis Sanchez has been seen as being a bit of a difficult character, right? But he's not even in the squad. Mm. Okay, so if he's had some sort of bust up with Mourinho, well, so is Pogba, right? And it gets to the point after a while. But this Pogba thing is a sideshow. It's, yeah, it's overshadowing it's the whole thing. And I think maybe we're not quite at the stage yet and maybe this is a bit harsh on Mourinho. But you know what they say? If everyone you meet is a dickhead, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. probably a dickhead. Well, that's right. But Gary Neville's tweet was interesting. He said, this mess started when Manchester United stacked David, David Moyes, I just said there. David Moyes after eight months. He was and called David Moyes when he was in Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, David Moyes. Uh, <laughs> and we lost all sense of the values that the club has been built on for a hundred years. It's not the manager, it's the lack of football leadership above him. They are bouncing all over the place with no plan. It's interesting he's saying it's it's the, the people... I think that's ab- right as well. I, sorry, I know I've talked a lot on this, but I do feel very passionate about this. I, They're I'm an, an sure. illustrious old club. No leadership at the top. There was yeah. talk of them last month bringing in a sporting director, apparently with Mourinho's blessing. That's not happened yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's clearly an issue as well. And the Gary Neville point about the, the illustrious club thing and, 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 the, and the firing of David Moyes, I think that's a separate point, but I do think there's merit in that. I do. They, they thought quite a long and hard over hiring Moyes and mm. they pulled the trigger on him after, I think, eight months. Yeah. yeah. But is, is Mourinho's appointment itself not a further um, yeah. you know, symptom of that? Because as we yeah. said last week, it does, it's never really felt like the right fit because yeah. you know nobody can be surprised that this sort of thing is happening with Mourinho in the third season. We've seen it time and time again and surely they should have seen that coming. I, I saw him fall into line though, way more than this though. I saw him well, I kind did of respecting well. the, the, the club a little bit more yeah. and the institution of it. I just didn't see him kind of just throwing I, his toes out the it, It's funny. I every thought, second footballer on his uh, roster. I thought that might be the case actually. I think I remember saying at the time that when he went to Chelsea, they sort of gave him a blank canvas, if you know what I mean, because they were on the up. They hadn't won the league by then, and he it's delivered not a comparative them. situation, is it? No, no. so but, so so he so he delivered them the league. So when Mourinho could gob off in the press or come out with all this stuff and blah blah blah, which was different back then, I understand. He he could do that, and the club would go with him. With Inter, mm. it was uh, probably a similar situation. Uh, you know, I understand with a, a club with a bigger tradition than than Chelsea, but but he could he could they they would they would get around him. Marcus, we talked about this before, you and I. Yeah, and we said Mourinho when he can get the club to bend to his will, exactly, it's successful. It, when he when he has to bend to the yes. club's will, it doesn't work. But I but but what Pete's saying, I thought Manchester United was the one place. In mm. which, in which there was a club bigger than him. Exactly. Maybe ten years ago, it and was. Then he so, moved yeah. into that hotel, and yeah. then he went to the Lowry, <laughs> and it went downry. You were quite home. <laughs> wow, wow, get out, worth Marcus. it. Um, yeah, but he made a lot of noise about how much he respected Man United, and he always made it clear that he always had yeah. an eye on that job. And we, you know, spoke very warmly about yeah. Alex Ferguson, and it's so it did. I don't know. Maybe he pulled one over their eyes. I think. I think if he'd have taken over from Ferguson. I think that was the chance for him to go to a bigger club and go. Do you know what? There's a bigger club than me, and I will, I will bend to what they're saying. Or you know that that, that kind of idea. Whereas mm. now I think he, he was pissed off with Manchester United that he didn't get offered the job after Ferguson, and I think that um, I, I, I think that, uh, that that now he's a bit like right. I'll show you. And of course, with Guardiola in town with Manchester City, that's going to play on his mind. Mm. And 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 we are where they are. You know. 
Um, and, you know, they're back in action in the Champions League. So yeah, and we'll see what there, happens there. There are parallels there because um, obviously they played against a defensively very poor Sevilla in the Champions League last season, didn't they? Didn't go for it. Were knocked yeah, out. That's right, so yeah. he's another key Champions League game against Spanish opposition mm. uh, for, for, for Mourinho at midweek. <clears throat> yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah uh, speaking of uh, Manchester United and specifically uh, ex-Manchester United players, um, I think we all agree that it would be something uh, akin to uh, dereliction if we didn't mention that uh, the, the, the world's most famous footballer, possibly the world's most famous sports star, has been accused of rape. Obviously a story that's... Uh, not been dominating the headlines as much as as I think it should have done. Um, he's not the first footballer to stand accused of this uh, crime. He probably won't be the last. And um, I'm mentioning this mainly because I personally was kind of creeped out. I think we all were mm. um, by the silence over the weekend from the uh, usual outlets, which he's the poster boy for. Outlets, you know, the, the ones you sort of see online that kind of hang on every tidbit and hearsay, conjecture regarding a player of his stature. And... Uh, in 2018, it's this silence and this sense of sort of ickiness. I think we all feel that creates a little bit of an atmosphere that makes it harder for yeah. survivors of rape to uh, to come forward. Um, there's no point in getting in the weeds on this one. There's no point in getting in the weeds of the case itself. It's been filed in Nevada, and with the caveat that no woman invites a life-altering, you know, shitstorm to her door mm. on a whim. And he's a man with unimaginable means. Um, I'd, I'd like to think that if we, we didn't mention it, it would kind of be a little bit strange, a little bit weird. It would be the elephant in the room, I think, when we move on to shows like On the Continent and when we talk about the Champions League, and it would make our jobs ten times more difficult. So, yeah, I just thought it's important uh, for us to um, reference that yeah. in, in this show. And we're back after this. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Let's talk about Newcastle United, eh? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to. Lost again. The new Kenyan era. Yes. Coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Mike could, Ashley... could not have seen that coming, eh? No. Uh, Peter there's, Kenyon. There's, there's the... a picture of Kit Peter Kenyon that Sky <laughs> keep on using, and he looks like a squished Alan Shearer. He looks like someone's put Alan Shearer's head in a vice. Do you think maybe they... someone's done a sort of face swap thing to try and like, <laughs> trick you all into thinking it's going to be all right? Yeah. Is, exactly. that, is that his opening pitch? I look like Alan Shearer. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong Did, here? Jim, uh, in the annals of uh, uh, study, um, football ramble, um, uh, Time history. Mm. Didn't you send Peter Kenyon some hair once? We all did. That. Oh, yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, we did do that. Forgot about that. We, we said, yeah, we posted Peter Kenyon some of my hair. I, uh, yeah. you did this. I wasn't about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, forgot the emails with Pete. Sorry. No, that's all right. I pointed it out to you, Marcus, but you didn't do it, did no. you? That's all right. We'll do it in a minute. I didn't. I didn't need you to mention it. I was just pointing it out. I was so. Keen to get onto the to Peter Kenyon, Kenyon show. Yeah. <laughs> I do apologise. We normally go for the emails straight after the break. Sorry, Sorry. jump the jump the gun there. But yes, Peter Kenyon, Peter, mm. are you pleased that a man with your same uh, first name is getting involved in this? Uh, yes, that uh-huh. is uh, why I think it's, it's going to be a, 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 yeah, um, a runaway but success. How credible do you think this is? Because the, the, uh, who the hell knows, Marcus Speller? I just want you to. I want a flicker of hope, damn it! I want that club to be sold to somebody. I think else. anything. I think he's got a, whoever takes over. If indeed that ever happens, uh, they've got a job on uh, the. Training facilities have uh, somewhat uh, stymied. They've, they've, they've completely gone to, to seed, so to speak. They're dilapidated. They're, they're, dil- they're dilapidated. <laughs> how, at best. how do you know that? There was plans. There was plans. <laughs> <laughs> there was plans. About... 2000, 2000 and, uh, I think it was 2012. They had a big plan for uh, a, a redux, a, a new um, upgrade to the training facilities. Never happened. They were going right. to spend so many million pounds on it and stuff. I think they spent two hundred thousand pounds over like the last five years or something on updating St James's Park and stuff like that. I think it was. Uh, they've not invested. St James's Park, by all uh, accounts, is starting to crumble and short age a little bit. Um, and people need to keep on top of that. So. I, th- I think uh, the, the the club um, is a bigger job than I think anybody uh, really. Well, well, on the really on knows. that's off the pitch, of course. Mm. On the pitch, I think you have to urge a bit of caution because they were third bottom this time last season. They finished tenth. Mm. They've played some tough games. They've played Spurs. They've played Chelsea. They've played Man City. They've played Arsenal uh, in the league. Um, they've had a couple of games where they should have done better. I'd say the game against Cardiff, obviously, where they missed that penalty and all the rest of it. And, but they've, they've not but, looked that lot. I mean, against Leicester, got, it was so routine. Just, well, it was so routine, and that's the disappointing thing. That yeah, the Leicester hand- are a good team. I don't know. I know they are, but, but they made it very, 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 very easy. The handball um, is is one of those sort of things that happens when you're low on confidence. But you've yeah. got like up top injured Salomon Rondon. He's not looked like any sort of footballer. Hosselu and Perez. Would they get into any other Premier League side realistically? Well, the thing that confused me, Pete, against, against Leicester was the fact that he took off um, Richie yeah. and he took off Perez. Mm. And they're, to me, they're the, the most likely. And then you've got, of course, Dwight Gale banging them in for, for West Brom. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. He's, he's again, he's in the Huckabee zone, though. He is, he very much yeah, so. He is, yeah, yeah he's, he's got a place in the Huckabee zone. He's bought somewhere. He's not, he's not just renting. <laughs> he's bought a place there. So, But I just do think they've got a good manager. They don't get... I mean... 
They go to Old Trafford, which I think was the biggest defeat they had last season. They were beaten 4-1 there. Mm. They weren't a goal ahead. Um, but they don't get battered. Benitez teams don't get yeah, hammered. So, right. so if he can start to build a bit of momentum now they've got through this really difficult opening period. I think they've had one of the toughest starts in the league. Um, yeah, but I'm... Um... <sighs> Uh, and to be honest, they've probably played better against those sides. The worrying thing is when they play sides like Cardiff. How do they when play they against Palace? Players like uh, Crystal Palace, they were fortunate, not great. Probably. They were fortunate. They, they stole a draw there. They completely right. stole a draw, and they uh, and they just fell to pieces against Leicester. They just look so low on confidence. Lack of goals, knowing as well. lack of goals. He had a reshuffle his his back four, his back uh, four because there were, there were a couple of injuries and stuff. And I think for some reason we missed up Paul Dummett. Now, when was that <laughs> a sentence that was ever going to be said? But. Yeah, it's it's not looking great. But, you know, Cardiff look uh, pretty dreadful. I think Huddersfield will go down as well. Oh, so I agree I think. with that. So, what, what, so Pete, we are just battling um, for that one place, aren't we? Why don't you get something off your chest with the emails? It yeah. makes us feel a bit better. <laughs> get, <some> <laughs> yeah. get something off your chest. Let's have some emails with Pete Don. <laughs> All right, then. Where's the bees? Where's the bees? Oh, we need the bees, don't we? Yes. Not uh, the bees. Where's the bees? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! You've got mail. Alex says, uh, hello lads, I'd just like to say that uh, playing the full version of the Going For Gold theme, <laughs> despite Marcus's bleating, will forever go down as one of my favourite ramble moments of all time. I was listening on headphones, but when it started playing, I transferred it onto my Bluetooth speaker, so the immortal theme tune was blaring out across Pete, the whole house. It's a, it's a damning indictment of our... Ten years, ten years doing this job. My highlight was probably when you played that song. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, uh, yeah, I transferred it onto my Bluetooth speaker, so the whole theme she was playing uh, right across the whole house. Earlier that day, me and my girlfriend had argued. However, the irresistible melody swiftly ended the silent treatment, and we danced like mad and belted out the chorus in something approaching harmony. Thank you, Peter, for saving my weekend. It was a special moment. I expect when his girlfriend thought heard the, the immortal line, "The heat is on, the time is right," <laughs> she was maybe expecting something. Bit better than that. <laughs> well, this is great though. We're homing cats, we're healing wounds yeah. and relationships. Homing yeah. cats, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> great stuff. Uh, Jordan uh, on Twitter, I'm popping over to Twitter land if that's all right. Um, Could be asked point, again. points out that uh, the Coventry goalkeeper, uh, Lee Burge, he's uh, likely to miss the game against uh, Pompey after being hit in the face with the puck during a Coventry Blaze ice hockey match. Mm. Really? And, really? and there's a lovely uh, tweet from Lee Burge saying, Great night at the ice hockey, won't be going there again. <laughs> <laughs> he got proper pucked. Uh, Brad's come in uh, with an email. Uh, can you please take time out of the show to discuss how terrible of a human being Gilfie Sigurdsson is for ruining what otherwise would have been a perfect set of 3pm Premier League 2-0 afternoon fixtures? Oh, yeah, because Everton won 3-0 because of it. Yeah. Oh. We're not taking time out of the show. This is very much part of the yeah, show. Yeah, we'll part of the show. the show. We'll do it on the show. What so, a sod that yeah, Sigurdsson is. Wolves won 2-0, Arsenal 1-2-0, mm. Spurs beat Huddersfield 2-0, Man City 1-2-0 and Leicester 1-2-0. So Everton... Maybe maybe someone on the radio, someone with the radio hadn't told him. Yeah. yeah. I can oh, be yeah. part of history here. Yeah, and he put it in and the fans were like, oh, what'd you do that for? Didn't Gilfie. he miss a county in that game as well? He tried. Yeah, he, he tried. tried. He's doing his best. <laughs> I will not keep passing up all these opportunities. I think it was at nil-nil. <laughs> if, if any Fulham fans are listening and you want to know when you're going to hear your team mentioned on this show again, when they win will be probably uh, sorry, difficult no. to spell Sorry, no, when Mitrovic scores. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're at home to Arsenal next time, aren't they? They're Arsenal. at home to Arsenal. Are we done, Peter? Yes. We are. We're going to talk you about had, Arsenal now. Well, you had an in for Arsenal then, but yeah. you didn't use it. Yeah. You went back to me. Well, I was just making sure. Bad presenter. Let's no, do it. You yeah. on the are, step. Un- you're not confident at the moment. You are unpredictable. <laughs> Marcus, let's do it again. And of course, Fulham are playing uh, Arsenal next. So. Yeah. 
There's no more emails, guys. <laughs> they are playing Arsenal, um, and uh, isn't the weather lovely? Oh yes, Arsenal. They won on the weekend. Petty, not the petty check. He, not the most convincing win, but Arsenal got the win, Jim. Yeah, they got a win and a clean sheet as well, which uh-huh. has been difficult um, at times up to now. So, I mean, I'm not too, I'm not too worried about the manner of the seven wins on the bounce. I'm just delighted I can say that. Exactly. Um, what about it's, Rob it's Holding? What's he been saying? He said that Arsenal have developed. A winning mentality yeah. under yeah, Unai Emery. All they had to do was get rid of that big money centre-back sign they signed and bring Rob Holt again and it's all gone yeah. fine. Well, and the manager. Yeah, true. Yeah, that, yeah. And, that's, and that was a... most of the backroom staff. Yeah, and <laughs> change Arsenal fan TV to AFTV. Yeah. <laughs> but quite a lot has changed, it's fair to say. But yeah, I mean, the, yeah, obviously Emery's methods are starting to work. You can see the players that are working a bit harder, pressing a bit harder. And um, they just, I mean, I mean, Lacazette should have scored from that dink, but he was still just busy. Uh, he, he was, you know, part of, he was basically the reason Cathcart scored that goal just getting in front of him like that and you know it, it isn't the most entertaining um, stuff at the moment but obviously Arsenal have a lot of quality so that's always going to come through at some point and it's, it's, it looks positive it's really really good I mean I, I like know, a long that, way to go I like but, um, I like the fact that they were given a real and, and it, I wouldn't say that Watford are just a physical team because that would no. be unfair but they are a physical team and that was an examination for Arsenal Watford had lots yeah. of the game uh, and, had chance. And, I mean, was it success who yeah, might yeah, have scored? Hit the post, didn't he? And Cressy Tem- was gutted after the game. He, they thought he, sh- yeah. he should have got but, something. But, but they Watford didn't. are a tough team to control, to, to dominate, even at home. Mm. Well, ten minutes to go, I mean, it's still nil-nil. And, and maybe you're tempted to say a few years ago that would have been an examination Arsenal might have failed. Mm-hmm. Whereas they passed that examination this time. And it's going to take Emery a while to undo whatever he feels was done wrong before he came to the club. That's not to say he's right and Wenger was wrong, but that's that's the situation when you inherit a new club, I suppose. Yeah. And it's going to take him a while. I mean, I don't, none of us would like to see, I don't think, you know, Arsenal finish sixth or whatever and Emery get fired because that would just no. get back to... I mean, that's a Man United mistake, really. Yeah. That's a Man United mistake right there. Mm. Similar I don't, situation. I don't think that would happen. I don't I think it would either. Maybe it's naive I, on my part. And nor do I think it should. No. I, 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 no, I think you're right. I don't think it will happen. I think they'll be they'll be loyal to him and they'll stick with him because they understand it's a massive job. Mm. The guy before him has been there 20-odd years. Well, yeah. Um, Petr Cech went off and yes. uh, we finally saw Bernd Leno make his mm. make his debut. He played well. Yeah, he made a very good save. Cech could be out for a few on. weeks, Jim. Is it possible Leno could keep that number one jersey if he plays well? Or do you think Czech's place in the team is done and dusted? I, I, I don't know. It's an interesting one because a lot's been made about Czech looking a bit wobbly from the back. But he's he has improved on that. Um, since it started and he's actually been very good in goal but if you were the, the manager Czech is the stalwart in goal the players are used to having him there because largely the players were there before Emery mm. what would you do because if he puts Leno in goal that's and, and keeps him there it's a little bit of a statement well, and you're it, basically saying well Czech you're the number two now and this is the young guy coming that's through. what Arsenal need though that's what Arsenal be, need for two seasons and this is, this is right. what, what Emery seems to be so quite what good do, at doing so what as do well, well do? what he's got to do is make an assessment on, on Leno versus Czech at the end of that period, when Czech's available again, he's got to be very unemotional about it and look at it and go, is, is Leno better for the team? Is you know mm-hmm. is his distribution from the back better? Um, X, Y, and Z. Is his shot stopping as good? He's got to, he's got to be quite formulaic about it, really. And sure. But from what you've seen and what you know, Czech's not going to improve much. His mm. distribution's not going to You've got to bear in mind, I've seen like, you know, a, a game and a half of Leno. Of course. But you, he's a young, exciting keeper that mm. Emery signed. And Emery, you'd think, you know, fairly canny operator. We saw what he did at Seville and he was at PSG. Not I, th- I think it's, a, I, without being unfair to Peter Cech, who's obviously been amazing over the years, it's a convenient injury for... I, yes. I, that's what I think. Yes. I think, I, I think I really Jim, think you said a few weeks ago with, I think it was when you were talking about Gwendouzi, the midfield player, 
now who of course now is sitting on the bench and Torreira and Xhaka appear mm. to be playing. He said that what he's doing, Emery, is he's sending a message saying that if you play well enough, you stay in the team. Absolutely. Well, Leno's got an opportunity to do that now. And I think it's, if it, it's, I know it can sound disrespectful saying an injury was convenient because obviously it's not convenient for people. No, no, yeah, but we know this, the, yeah, what you're saying. But, but Leno's got a, a chance here to, to, to stamp his authority down. And I think, it, I think if he's got, based on what I saw against Watford, where he was very good, I think he's got a good chance but of doing I, that. I was quite excited for Arsenal. I mean, I've no vested interest, you know, but I, I looked at that and I thought, do you know what? You yeah. could see a change in the guard here. Speaking yeah. of uh, Petacek, did you all see the um, FIFA 19? Um, <laughs> yes. It's great. Yeah. I keep seeing it online and I stare at it for ages and for I those can't who stop don't laughing. Um, FIFA 19, video game. Obviously, Petacek has a hat. Um, a helmet uh, when he plays football uh, but obviously there are some off-field um, aspects of the video game so you're occasionally called into the chairman's office to renegotiate um, contracts and stuff like that <laughs> but the game doesn't have a petter check without his helmet version of his head so he's in full suit but he's still wearing it. did you see what he tweeted? no check tweeted oh that's absolutely ridiculous I'd never wear a tie <laughs> He's quite a tall man. He doesn't want to bang his head. Also, there was a fantastic... uh, I've only seen a little snippet of this, but there was a... um, Carnu put a charity match together Mm, at the weekend, and it was at Barnet. Mm. And um, there's some big names involved. Mido was involved. That's a a big name. Yeah, a big name, literally. (laughs) The best best, uh, part of it, though, was that Arsene Wenger was involved. Oh, he did? Was that the one he played? No. Oh, no. Oh, you might have played. I don't think he did. No, well, he played recently, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he looked like a chicken. Yeah, he, he assistant managed for Big Soul. <laughs> wow, Big Soul was manager assistant on the team. Benga oh, yes. was an assistant. Lovely. Oh yeah, you can tell. I, I I didn't see anything about the game. I don't know anything about it, but I I will put my reputation as poor as it is on this. Yeah, Big Soul took that really seriously. Yeah, yeah, six up front. Well, uh, Sol, you might yeah. want it. No, no, that's what we're doing. Also, I'm you, just a normal can manager. Tell, can you tell everyone we're switching to a back three? Tell him you tell, No, tell, tell everyone we're switching <laughs> to a back three, please. <laughs> Do you know what? Speaking of Kanu, um, is it, uh, what's his name? Is it Idris Kanu who plays for Port Vale or somebody? It was during the, it was the Port Vale game in League Two. I just saw a 97th minute equaliser from Kanu in League Two. And, and for a second, I thought, no, yeah. surely he's not come back, is he? He <laughs> is Idris Kanu, he's only 18. Isn't yeah, he? at the ripe old age of 42 is uh, Nuaipo <laughs> Kanu. Yeah, 42. Wouldn't disturb <laughs> <laughs> Right, uh, after the break, we're going to go down the leagues and crack open the WhatsApp group. See you in a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Now then, the preview show sponsored by Bet365 is happening on Thursday. We need a new best better. Yeah. You better, you better, you, you better. Bet. We better not put... We're not giving Andy Duncan any more credit. He's had his, he's had he's his had, moment, he's had his moment yeah. in the I'm sun. not mentioning him again, although I just have. We need a new better for Thursday. Um, if you think you've got what it takes, show at thefootballramble.com and we'll pick one out. We will mm. indeed. Let's go to the championship. Uh, West Brom. One away to Preston. Preston having a terrible time. West Brom having a lovely time. Darren Moore's men are top of the league. Good to see. We like Darren Moore, don't we? Yeah, we do indeed. We do like Darren Moore. And Jay Rodriguez has said that the respect Darren Moore has from his players has had a huge impact on the team. He comes across as a decent chap. He does. He switched on, knows his, knows the footballs. Can, and... we, can we oblige, we are obliged to say that they're the top scorers in the championship. They've yes. got 25 goals. 24 of those came in one game against QPR. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's skewing the stats. Yeah, that, is, yeah, yeah. that is true. Although, um, I mean, they're the team to watch if you like goals and we all like goals because of the top scorers, as you say. Uh, but they have conceded more than any other team in the top 10. Well, they've got a good squad. They've got a good team of players. And we know that. But with Darren Moore, essentially making it 
impossible for him not to be given the job last year. <laughs> well, he yeah. did, didn't he? He did really well. And of yeah, course, yeah. they were already relegated, yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. But he took them very close and he got a lot of credit. Completely different set of circumstances when you turn up for the first day of pre-season in the Championship. Absolutely. And the players want to know what you're made of. So he's done a brilliant job so far. Um, and, and credit to him, because he, he does seem like a lovely chap. Um, speaking of QPR... Oh, they yeah. got battered seven nil, I think, and followed that up with another defeat. And then um, they uh, they won. They won a few, but yeah, they, they got a few decent results. Not, and everyone started to say, oh, "McLaren, he's turned it around." They've slipped back, lost two they? on the bounce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve um, will do that to you. I'll tell you what, though, as we all say with the championship, it's the one to watch. Four points separate first and ninth after ten games in the championship. Glorious, <laughs> yeah, glorious. That's what it's we a like. Purest league. That's what we like to see. We'll 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 leapfrog over League, league One because I forget who's top of League One at the moment. Mm, Portsmouth. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, and League Two. Little mention for Lincoln City. How can you say you're going to leapfrog over Portsmouth when they played against Rochdale, whose manager is everyone's favourite dad? Ah, oh, true. Yeah, who, true. Who came out and said Portsmouth were better than us in every department? Now carry on. Every I, department? Yeah. The f- finance department? <laughs> they are the dad okay. department. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Not the dad department, yeah. I spent uh, Saturday night in a Ibis in Fratton. Yeah, you did. That was yeah, depressing. Was, I don't understand why you want to tell people about that. It's very depressing. You've basically gone to the Just most depressing hotel chain in the most depressing part of Portsmouth. Yes, I did. Yeah. You hate yourself. I do hate yeah. <laughs> Oh, dear. And then I went to a Yates's. Yeah. Did oh, you really? I did, yeah. Were you out on the rise with Peter Reid or Albert, something? Uh, is it Albert Road? Albert Road? Yeah. yeah. Albert yeah. Road, yeah. Well, and anything happen? Or? No, literally no, nothing. Nothing that we can tell you, that no. we can say on the show. Uh, yeah, but League Two, little mention for Lincoln City, who are top of the table, have been for a bit. 25 points from 10 games. Impressive from Dan Cowley's boys. Last season, they were seventh in their first season back in the Football League, but they could be on, pro- on for promotion. Of course, we we remember them with their, uh, with their cup run. And uh, it's, it's good to see, because sometimes when you see teams who have a good cup run, you think, oh, how are they getting on? You have a little look, and you're like, oh, yeah, they're playing combined counties now. Yeah. For, for example, Macclesfield <laughs> Town, good cup run, got whopped 8-0 on their bottom of the Football League. Exactly. Can happen. But, you know, the imps yes. could find themselves playing yeah. Pompey next season. No. Or yeah. we don't think they'll go. That up. could be above Pompey next season. Yeah. <laughs> no, you get it's like Sunday League if you prove to yourself. Do you know really what we're good. all hoping for? Portsmouth Southampton next season. Yeah. Yeah. Can't give you any more because I've not seen Lincoln this season, so that's I can't true. tell you what they that's did. That's true. But <laughs> Pompey are on for a promotion. Right, let's crack open the WhatsApp group. WhatsApp group. Just got to find the button. It always comes at the same point of the show, yeah. so you can just I mean, get your finger ready and then yeah, just press the it when you want to press it. Label the, if you label the buttons properly, they are labelled. It's just that we've got so much production at your insistence. No, you still have a I, iPads are actually quite user-friendly assist- though, aren't they? Have you go. got a little jingle for that, Pete? <laughs> have you got a little jingle for that, Pete? Have you got a little jingle for that, No, I've not got a jingle. No, we haven't got a jingle. For God's sake! Welcome to the WhatsApp group, everybody. That, that jingle's called WhatsApp, so that gives it away. <laughs> yeah, but look, you, you got, look how yeah. many, look how many yes, You've got a lot of now. options, Pete. Well so done, many jingles. Yeah. It's a good job you're not a fucking pilot. That's all I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> or an air traffic controller. Or, or a doctor. There was just loads of medication on offer. I didn't know what to give the, I know to give the patient. I took out something. Could have been the lung, could have been the heart. I don't yeah. know. He does live radio. Yeah. So you've got tons of link, uh, buttons and all the rest of it on yeah, there. Yeah, in a multi-million pound studio, I'll have yeah. you know, Mark. Hang on, this isn't far off. Whoa, steady. We've worked hard for this studio, young man. People listen to this show. Oh! <laughs> anyway, what do you think? What's that group? I know Peter, you're, you're, Peter you are um, dying to bring something to this group. Yes, yes. We talked about it uh, during the week on WhatsApp, so bring it to the table right now. So, um, go on, mate. We spoke about this gentleman uh, yesterday, prompted by uh, an emailer who I must admit I forget his name, but Nelly Yoa. Um, a sort of um, in Australia, a, 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 a man down under. We spoke a myth- about it on Thursday show. Thursday show, yeah, yeah. A, like a mythical kind of slightly Walter Mitty kind of character. <laughs> uh, he slid into our DMs. He's been he hearing did. what we've been talking about. We've been talking about him. 
you know, Always keep, listening. Bring people up to date on, to, on who he actually is. Uh, he's a man who claims to, to be a footballer. Claims to be a footballer. Friend of, of the trials. Stars. Yeah, friend to the stars. Friends to uh, you know notable Usain Bolt is runners. Who Bolt apparently. and stuff like that. Uh, when he slid into our DMs, basically with pictures of him in football kits, uh, hanging out with uh, the aforementioned Usain Bolt. Um, get your facts right before talking rubbish on air. You might get more listeners. Yeah. And then <laughs> that, we'll have a lot less you, content, young man. <laughs> <laughs> and then a little while later, uh, he sends a picture of uh, his American Express. He's like an American. Ex- he's got a lot of American Express swag, basically. Yeah. Uh, that he's got in but his he, house. He sent us a picture of a pass, like a, a work pass, yeah. with his face on it and his name, which said American Express Field uh, Relationships Manager underneath. Yeah. Which basically means that he's got. A job Normal at American job, Express, yeah, yeah. but yet he's also tweeting, doing little videos <laughs> saying thanks to American Express um, for Being extend, a brand extending ambassador. my contract, yeah, and I'm yeah. happy to be sponsored by you and stuff. Mm. Maybe he's but sponsored his, for what? Yeah. Past his probation? Maybe, I, yes, maybe I think yes. fake it till you make it. He's spreading the good word for yeah. the Amex. And, well, someone's you, told on us, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you work for Amex, let, maybe you can clear it up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we do have the wrong end of the stick. Yeah. And, and then later on, uh, he, he he went back to, uh, no offence intended, just harmless fun. Still love the ramble, can I be a friend of the show? Oh. Nelly, Nelly, you can be a friend of the show. Put you that on your Twitter. You, you can are, ride with us, Nelly. football ramble brand ambassador. And, and just, just so you guys know, um, I've just typed in Nelly Yoa American Express mm. into Google, yes. and the first result is American Express issues cease and desist letters to Nelly Yoa. So, <laughs> but so, that could have been ages ago. Yeah. Could have been ages ago. They've it's come got, round. It's Google. It's got the date on it. Yeah. Uh, it is, it is, to be fair, it's January 2018, but he's had he's had legal action threatened against him by American Express. I'm just right. reporting it because okay. it's out there. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Good old Nelly Yoa. And then the next the next entry is Nelly Yoa stands by his story despite days of denials. <laughs> so, see where this well, is going. This is, this is what he's doing. He's doubling down. He's got yeah. to, isn't he? Yeah. He's got to protect the brand. Fake it till you make it. I'm having yeah. it. That's, that's what me and Marcus used to do when we first started this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're important. Yeah. Oh, I don't, listen, I, I'm not a man who... Ha- I don't mind the hustle. I don't mind no, the hustle. No. I'm happy. I don't mind it. I'm on board. I'm just saying, when you slide into the DMs, to a man like Pete Donaldson. Yeah. That's when you make it personal. The world's greatest lover, yeah. I hear. Yeah. That's what I've been hearing. Let's yeah. get him on a ramble meet. <laughs> Pete Donaldson. Jurex is Pete Donaldson. Magnum, thank you. Magnum, Pete Donaldson. You know, sponsored by Agent Provocateur. Yeah. Magnum PPI. <laughs> Imagine me and some undergrundies. I'd rather not. From Agent Provocateur. We don't have to. We can oh. just remember back Pete, when you did that about a month ago. Pete Donaldson and Agent Provocateur lingerie. You just imagined the new live video for, for our next show. <laughs> oh, you old rock. Uh, anyway, Nelly, if you're listening, right. good more power to your elbow. Absolutely. Get back in touch. Why not? Eh? Absolutely. Uh, speaking <laughs> of those liberal with the truth, Romario will be running for Rio State Governor in the elections next week. He's currently a senator in Brazil's Congress, and Neymar's thrown his support behind him. Are we <laughs> throwing our support behind Shortly him? He's thrown himself to the ground. I was about to say, yeah. Makes a change from throwing himself on the ground. Hey, so. I, I swear you have like a South American magic eight ball that comes up. <laughs> Romario. Yeah. yeah. Ronaldo. Yeah. Ronaldinho. Neymar. There's no story about all of them, Neymar. Google.com, click news, Romario, search. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're a bit light this week. <laughs> oh, can I Google Translate? Yeah, Diego Maradona. <laughs> no, that's depressing. Uh, <laughs> I'll be in the studio in five minutes. I'm just Google Translating this Gigi. Bacali quote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't done that for a while. Maybe yeah. we should find out what Bacali's yeah, doing. Good point. Yeah. All right, let's get Here we are. Thank oh. you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, we're back on Thursday, of course, for the preview show. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thanks. Thank you very much, Pete Dolson. I'm pressing the button. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. Cheers. Thank you very much, Nelly Foa. And thank you very much from me, Nelly Yoa. No, Yelly, that Nelly right. Foa is way yeah, more appropriate. Absolutely. Come and take a ride with us. <laughs> 
I'm going down, down, baby. Don't street in a ranger of a boom, boom, baby. Got ready to let it go. Shimmy, shimmy, go what? Listen to it now. Light it up and then the bird pass it to me now. I'm going down, down, baby. I got a pole in my basement. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 